This is WSIU in Focus. I'm Jennifer Fuller. SIU faculty, staff, and students closed out a year like no other earlier this month. I talked about that with SIU President Dan Mahoney, who still has a few graduation ceremonies left before the year is finally done. Yeah, so it's been 10 so far, and I've still got two more to go. So I have the School of Medicine, actually, uh, and dental are the last two to go to. So we, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it's just, it's amazing to have everybody back and going through the ceremonies, walking across the stage, having that moment that I know they all dreamt about. So it's, it was just fun to be there for all of it and watching all the happy faces. And so it was, a, it was a good experience. I'm hearing from a lot of people that they were really thankful that the class of 2020 was included this year, as well as the class of 2021. Uh, was it a lot of work to, to get those logistics put in place to make sure that that class was recognized as well? It wasn't too bad. Once we started with the idea that it was going to stretch out over many days, and we're going to have many ceremonies, adding a few more in for the class of 2020 wasn't um, incredibly challenging. I think the one thing we just didn't know is how many people were going to show up. So that, that was much more unpredictable than the class of 21 was. Uh, so, but other than that, I, I think it, that all seemed to run relatively smoothly for us. Those graduations closed the, the first full academic year with you as, as president of the system. Certainly it's not the year that you planned for or expected, but how would you describe it, you know, in terms of uh, academic successes and, and other things that the university is so well known for? Yeah, I think it's one thing I would say just overall, it's just incredibly proud of our faculty and staff and really the ways that they've stepped up in the last year and a half since I've been here. Incredibly impressed. Um, And and our students as well, frankly. I mean, we kept our numbers down uh, for COVID the whole time. I mean, there were other universities across the country that had to shut down for periods of time. Uh, My son wasn't one of those that had to go fully remote for a while. That just didn't happen here. And so I give, again, the students a lot of the credit for that. And that allowed us to do the things we really felt were most important to do face-to-face in the classes that were most critical to be face-to-face and have at least some kind of on-campus experience this year. So I think we got the best that we could without putting people in danger and, and having a big outbreak. So uh, but that was a fully team effort. Everybody was involved with that. Um, and so just very pleased that we were able to get through this year and looking forward to next year. As I understand it, both the Carbondale and Edwardsville campuses are planning to be back uh, as close to, I'm using air quotes, uh, fully rem- or fully in person as possible. Uh, anything in your mind that, that could stand in the way of that? Yeah, and again, you never know if, if there's another outbreak, some variant comes along that we haven't seen. That's not, I mean, it seems like at least from what I'm hearing, the variants that we've seen so far, the vaccine is effective at. If something else was to change, that would, would just kind of set us off course and we would have to adjust. But I think right now that seems unlikely. It seems likely that will be kind of relatively normal, but some, some of our normal has changed. Again, we've learned, I think, that um, for our students, uh, I know Edwardsville has done some surveys of their students, for example, that like to have some of more of their classes online and give that as an option as opposed to a requirement. So maybe like an English 101 class, you might have a few sections online and, and some face-to-face. So we may be adjusting in that way. And I think even as we, how we conduct business as a system, now that we've become much more adept at online meetings, uh, that will actually help us over the long term. So some things, uh, we're never going back to what it used to be, and, and in some ways, that's good. Yeah, that leads to the next question that I had. How do you think COVID changes higher ed overall? You know, obviously, you talked about some of the classes, some of the meetings. Does the way that higher education is delivered change as a result of COVID, do you think? I think it probably accelerated some of the things that were happening already. So I think we were looking, you know, I'm thinking about the MBA program, for example, at SIUE, that 
really has grown because it's online and, and it meets the needs of working professionals. Um, I think we now have more faculty that are comfortable teaching online, who've learned a lot over the last year. And so we make a lot of our decisions about how we offer classes and programs based on the needs of the students in those programs. And I think we're gonna be more flexible uh, than we probably were in the past in doing some of that. So I think that's good. I think it also allows us to do a lot more collaboration again as a system because we're now again, used to meeting online. And so I think the connections I see across campuses are frankly much greater than they would have been if we hadn't gone through what we went through over the last year and a half. The first year of any administrator's tenure always involves, you know, some some changes within staffing and, yeah. and changes in leadership. Uh, we learned over the last week or so that SIU Edwardsville's chancellor, Randy Pembroke, has decided he's going to take some, some time and, and retire within yeah. the next, say, six to 12 months or so. What are you looking for in the next leader at Edwardsville? Yeah, I think much like we were looking for in the uh, search that we had here in Carbondale, which we found, um, which is I'm always looking for leaders that um, feel comfortable in that leadership role, feel comfortable taking kind of charge of that campus. Um, I don't like to micromanage, but I want someone who isn't looking to me every time for approval on everything. Although, again, we should be working together on things, but you know, someone who will take the leadership role there. I think someone who's kind of consistent with where we are as a system, as far as our values and direction, and they fit the culture, fit the system well. Um, I think that's important. I think one, someone particularly who's collaborative. Again, they're part of a system. So one who's always looking for how do we create win-wins, whether that's collaboration within the system or even with community partners and things like that. So those are the type, some of the things that we're looking for. Dan Mahoney is the system president for Southern Illinois University. You can find more of this and other in-focus pieces by going to our website, wsiunews.org. For In Focus, I'm Jennifer Fuller.